to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your very enthusiastic, motivated, humble, happy host broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. Looking forward to it as always. And lots of different things going on. You know, we've been hearing about people being snowed in, iced in, you know, all that sort of thing, except for our Southern California, Florida, and Texas clients uh, who are, you know, enjoying some interesting weather as well, some rain. But really, it comes down to your own level of motivation. And I say to all of you guys, make your own market. Great if you're snowed in. That means everybody else is too. You're going to make a lot more contact. So you got to look at the silver lining, right? You do. Um, So, listeners, we've been receiving a lot, and I do mean a ton, of communications from you guys in different formats. Um, And I think Julie has an email to read, and I have actually – I've written down two questions that I've been getting a lot from you guys that I'm going to answer for all of you who – you know, frankly, are wondering about these two things, and then we're going to get where we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. And the topic of today's radio show is the one proven easy trick to get rich. Okay, uh, maybe that title's overselling a little bit, but the point is, is that listen to the first show, listen to today's show, and you'll get in the rhythm of it and realize that what we're describing for you, what we're telling you to do, asking you to do, suggesting you do, frankly, begging that you do, uh, that you do is take seriously your aspirations of actually becoming rich. And remember, the working definition of rich is where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. And we gave you sort of a basic formula for that yesterday, figuring out what that number is. And by the way, it's probably not even a million dollars. You probably can get to that point for less than a million dollars. I'm sure most of you can. If you're in the Midwest, frankly, and you have, a, and you have an affordable lifestyle, you could probably have financial independence and be rich for probably five or six hundred thousand dollars, which easily can be accumulated following a, a proven path with regards to real estate. And I'm going to remind all of you, as I always do, make sure you guys are completing your real estate treasure maps. Finish that um, fill-in-the-blank business plan. We give you that book for free simply by going to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Or if you're on your desktop, you can just fill out that form that's right there in front of you, name, email, phone number, and we give you the five additional books, and you can see the images of those uh, as well. But in the Real Estate Treasure Map, we walk you through how to figure out, you know, we call it your magic number and all the rest of it. And this is really important that you have a very, very clear path to fall that is leading you to your goals, not something that somebody else sets for you, the stress that you are probably feeling, um, if you were to have a path, like in other words, the stress that you feel is there because you do not have a path to fall. You do not necessarily know what to do. You think you have an idea of what to do. So you say, for example, I want to list you know, X number of homes or I want to sell X number of homes to buyers or whatever it is. But if you don't break that down and make it into a step-by-step plan, it's not going to happen. And a lot of us have gone through life, you know, knowing the importance of having a plan, setting goals and all the rest of it, but no one's ever actually shown us how. So in the real estate treasure map, it's a step-by-step walking you through the whole process. And, um, yeah, it's, we always get great feedback on it. All right, so questions I've been getting, and these are typical spring, you know, early spring questions, late winter questions. Um, so the first question I got, and I had this in probably 10 different formats, is should I be attending real estate events? 
should I be going to, you know, these big events that pop up in the spring? Should I be going to office meetings? Should I be going to all of this? And I'll give you my answer. It's no, you shouldn't. You should probably not be wasting your time in any of those things with the exception of, for example, I want you to go to your office meetings so you can go and preview new listings so you make sure you're staying on top of the market. But as far as like all these other big events, all these other things that are just basically designed to sell you stuff, just don't go. What's the point? If you've been listening to our uh, radio show, even for a month, you, you have a path to follow. You know the truth about how to, you know, it, it, tying in with today's show topic, get rich selling real estate. You do know what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. People that go to those events, what they're doing is they're essentially looking for a magic bullet. They're looking for some sort of secret that's going to get them to the point where they don't actually have to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level. You guys know what I'm saying is true. So, yeah, should you be going to events? Nope, you should not. Next one, um, digital marketing. A lot of questions happens again uh, every spring. Websites, Facebook ads, all this and the other and the other thing. Should I be doing those things? And the answer is yes, but don't do them with the expectation that they're going to create any business. I had a call with uh, Gary. I won't say his last name. Very successful agent in Southern California. Been for a long time. So, the conversation we were having, and he gets his business primarily from doing the core things we ask him to do every day. Has a lot of listings, been very successful. Makes he does, you know, just very well. He wants to have a new website. He's now focusing on nine uh, nine two six five one, and so we, uh, you know, I'm giving him some suggestions on his, on his digital marketing and the rest of it. And so he's, you know, I told him, and what I told him is exactly what I'm going to tell you. Just get a Facebook business page, but make sure you get a Facebook business page that's Facebook.com, and then your name. Like ours is Facebook.com forward slash Tim and Julie Harris. So get that. That's important. And then as far as, your, as far as having a standalone website and all the rest of it, you really don't need it. Just have that Facebook page. The reason you don't need it is because no one's ever going to find it. Uh, the only reason you do need it is because if you don't have it and your sellers or potential sellers are going and doing searching on you before they're thinking about interviewing you, you need to have something there. And a Facebook business page, Facebook's got a lot of really cool tools that allows you to, you know, basically have listings on there, whatever you want to do. I don't think they have an IDEX widget, but who cares? No one does searches off agent sites anyway, not really. They just go to the big portals. So all you need really is a website that acts as a digital brochure. Just think of it that way. As far as all these other lead generation things, I know you guys are getting hammered with these. You know, if you were at the Inman Conference or if you are there this week in New York, that is wall-to-wall digital marketing ideas. All those ideas are great, but do not expect them to work. <laughs> so what should you do? Our spokes on the wheel analogy, again, laid out for you in the real estate treasure map, is that you should have multiple spokes on your wheel. The, in, maybe around seven is the ideal number. And each spoke has to generate a source of business. Your primary spokes, the first spokes you put up, have to be the ones that are going to lead directly to business that are not speculative. For example, I told the story yesterday about the agent who I talked with, or no, she sent me an email, and she was talking about driving uh, to work every day and then realizing that she was buying leads all the while she was driving past this one particular FISBO. So she went to like Z Buyer or something, and she was buying these buyer leads. They weren't working out, you know, because most of the leads you guys buy online, virtually all the leads you buy online, every single research study report will always tell you the same thing. Remember what I'm telling you is those are not motivated leads. Uh, if they do anything, generally speaking, according to a National Association of Realtors report, 
and this is on YouTube. We've also put it on our website. You can confirm this. It's six months to a year out, and who's to say they're going to do it with you? So just remember I told you that. Digital leads, for the most part, are the very definition of unmotivated sellers. So here was this gal in this mindset that I have to buy leads. She was buying leads from, again, I think it was Z Buyer. And fine, whatever. They're not criticizing Z Buyer. They're great. If you, you know, if you have your other spokes in place, all the while she was driving past this FISBO, realizing that the very thing that she wanted was right there with a sign in the front yard that said, basically, please help me knock on my door, because <laughs> that is what a FISBO is. So, you know, clear your mind. Don't get distracted. Don't see all this. See this digital marketing stuff for what it is. It is an, a potential enhancement to the real work you're doing in the business. It's not a replacement for the real work you're doing in the, in the business. Nothing will ever replace, if you're really truly wanting to be successful, learning how to be the best version of, of an absolute kick-butt salesperson that you can and knowing how to prospect and set your own appointments. Nothing will ever replace that. And I know that makes your skin crawl. I know you're going to continue to look for it, you know, reasons why that's not true, and you're never going to find them. You're going to find people that tell you that you don't actually have to do the real work, but you do, and they're probably not telling you the truth. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they're probably not telling you the truth because they've actually never sold real estate and they just don't know it's the truth. Do the real work and have a digitally enhanced business. Don't expect the digital stuff to replace the real work. Julie, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I just have to add, too, when you do have your basic page and your basic profiles, whether that's on Facebook or your website, whatever you're doing, please finish the job. Sometimes when I'm getting ready to call somebody, one of you guys that has asked you know, a question or we're researching somebody that wants to get into coaching, one of the things we do is we go and we check you guys out. And if you just got one of those shadow profiles and no phone number, it kind of like, looks like you started the project. Are you still in business? Aren't you? What's going on with that? So it doesn't take long to finish these things. Please know that you know, when people do find you online, it probably is a seller that you're about to interview with, and they're going to do the same thing. It doesn't take you know, that much more to just finish it. Remember, 212 degrees makes for boiling water. 211, it's just hot. Make sure you're at 212. Make sense? It does. So guys, look, again, bottom line, this time of year, lots of distractions. OMG, wait another month, and you're going to be just 100% direct mail, email, phone calls, and all these guys are all trying to pander to your desire to find the easy button, the shiny object, the thing that's going to shower leads on you of great motivated buyers or sellers. You need to, frankly, use the thing between your ears, called your brain, and realize what they're doing is they're selling you, for the most part, snake oil. They are. Believe it or not, there are people who are going to try to sell you some whiz-bang digital marketing idea that doesn't work. <laughs> wow, really? Seriously? That's going to happen? Facebook was busted, I'll call busted with quotes, recently because they've been gaming their statistics and basically charging people for impressions and clicks and all the rest of it that they weren't actually delivering. Guys, the digital marketing world is still the wide, wild, wild, wild west. And if you want to be successful long-term, listen to our superstars. Listen to Jade Mills. Listen to uh, Dottie Herman. Listen to uh, Frederick Eklund. Listen to all these people that are our superstars, and they will always tell you that, yeah, they have a website, and yeah, they might have a digital marketing campaign. Yeah, they might do some here and there, but their core business is always based on the exact things we asked you guys to do and show you how to do it. Stop questioning it. Stop torturing yourself. Stop blowing money. Just focus on doing the real work, and you will get real results. 
And oftentimes it happens a hell of a lot faster than you think. But, again, if you go to these events and you start thinking that there's an easier whiz-bang Facebook ad that's going to get you into the end zone when it's not, then it's going to be an excuse for you not to do the real work. I know some of you, 163,000 probably if you are hearing me say this, I know not all of you guys are wanting to hear what I'm saying, but I also know that every single one of you know it's true. So stop fighting it, please. Make 2017 your best year ever. Miss Julie, let's jump to our points. Yes, well, I'll just say super quick shout-out to somebody who gets it and is taking action from our very own private Facebook page. Christina Knight, one of our great coaching clients, has posted a sample, uh, her sample of her visual accountability, otherwise known as wipe-off boards, and it looks fantastic. I can tell she followed the exact instructions that we coach in the premier class. So kudos to Christina Knight, and thank you for posting it and being an example on our private Facebook page. So just had to give her some kudos for not just listening to a great coaching call, but doing something about it. So let's get back into our discussion about the easy, quick, automatic way to make yourself rich. We got into this a little bit on yesterday's podcast, and we're going to wrap that up today. So here's a fact. The real estate treasure map, which, of course, is your business plan. You hear us refer to that all the time. It states clearly that you must save 10% off each check before paying anything else. This must go to a dedicated savings account, no checkbook, no debit card attached. I always tease my coaching clients. It's called a savings account, not a spendings account. That way you can automatically be putting money into it. It only matters if you're not taking money out of it, right? So remember, and Tim, you're fond of saying this. It's really true. You will never get rich just from your commissions. Rather, it's what you do with your commissions that moves you forward towards wealth. Wealth. If that means your retirement account, investing in rentals, flipping, or simply reinvesting in your own real estate practice, you must save it to have it to invest. Does that make sense, Tim? It does. And, you know, I had that very question yesterday. Someone actually asked me about, you know, Tim, do you know of uh, anyone who's sold their real estate brokerage before, or sold their real estate practice? And I do. I do know some people. But it certainly wasn't for any money that they were even, you know, going to Disney World on. You know, businesses like ours, real estate practices, they don't sell for anything. They just don't. They'll sell. They'll transfer. And generally speaking, when they do, and this is the real information. Remember, your coach told you this. They're going to sell for uh, basically where the owner of the business is basically financing it. So there's no real money up front. And then the only money they receive is going to be, in essence, a referral fee from the transactions that come as a result. In other words, it's not a real sale. It's not a liquidity event. You guys are not going to have IPOs. There's not going to be any winning lottery tickets. Nothing like that's going to happen in your lives ever. I mean, maybe it will. Hopefully it will. But it won't, probably. <laughs> so don't plan on it. And a lot of if you have your retirement plans based on some liquidity event, or at least you think the fantasy is, hey, guys, I have the same damn fantasy I always have. Are you kidding me? That would be freaking awesome. That's not really how the, light, how the world works. So really what you have to do is have the discipline of peeling a little bit off and you know, listen to yesterday's show, and really it's going to get into the, the uh, mechanics of actually how to force yourself to save it. And then from those savings, then what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to then take that money and invest it in cash-flowing real estate. By the way, we're going to be doing more, real, uh, more shows um, in the next 30 days about building your real estate portfolio, which I know is of mad interest to all of you. So we're going to be going through the numbers, how to analyze real estate, and also how to find stuff that's not in your own backyard because that is a limiting factor for many of you. Next point, Jules. All right, perfect. So we move on to homework. What are you to do about this? 
So number one, complete your real estate treasure map if you haven't already. Now, if you didn't account for 10% to personal savings, rework your plan from the treasure map to include this. Figure out how much you'll have saved when you stick to it, not if you stick to it, when you stick to it, after 12 months, two years, five years. Chart that out. You know, a lot of our coaching clients actually have a little graph in their home office where they color in their savings. They can see it. It's visual. It's yet another wipe-off board, for example, so that you're keeping motivated. You know, I don't want you to start erasing from that board. We're adding up. Make it green. Make it fun. I once had a coaching client that the way she tracked it was she actually ordered, I think you can get this on Amazon, those little uh, Monopoly houses, and so for each $10,000 that she saved, she glued a house to her wipe-off board. That's pretty clear, right? So have fun yeah. with it. Whatever keeps you motivated. We've had coaching clients uh, keep their savings in cash in a safe so they can go and touch it and feel it and you know, hinder themselves from getting in there and spending it. So there's lots of different ways to do it, but the bottom line is you've got to account for that 10% going to yourself and keep your fingers out of it if you can, right? No checkbook, no debit card, that sort of thing. So homework number two, actually read your treasure map daily. Make sure your ideal day, which is your schedule, reflects your goals, that you're doing the activity required to meet or exceed your stated mission. It's interesting when coaching clients will say, you know, I'm off track, I'm frustrated, I need more leads, more of this and more of that. And then you ask them where they're actually spending their time. And that's the real issue. It's just that time management isn't really that exciting of a thing to talk about and everybody avoids it. So in your treasure map, you create an ideal day which actually reflects your goals. You know, lead generation types of things that lead to a paycheck which end up in that 10% savings. So actually use your treasure map. That's why it's such a robust thing. It's very personal for each and every one of you and you've got to take it really seriously. So moving on to point number three or homework number three. And yes, this takes a little bit of work. Go to your bank, set aside three accounts for your commission deposits, savings, taxes, and operations. Only operations should have a checkbook and a debit card. When it's time to pay your taxes, the money will be there. You go there, you either wire transfer it or you get a cashier's check, and it's one and done. Isn't that a lot better than hoping that it's maybe in the savings that you only saved when something was left after paying everyone else except yourself? I mean, Tim, how many coaching calls do you remember where this was the topic. It might have been the topic du jour of the month, of the quarter, the thing that holds them back. So, yeah, take some organization. Make sense? Well, it does. And so if you're looking for uh, – basically, if you're in a situation where you're thinking about, like, well, Tim, I can do all that digitally. My commission checks arrive digitally. My broker pays me digitally. That's fine, too. But I'll give you a little secret. Julie talked about this yesterday. The savings, the 10% off the top, in, in case you're not clear about this, it needs to happen – Ready for this? Before you pay taxes, before you pay your mortgage payment, before you pay everything, you have to pay yourself first. A lot of you guys don't get that concept. You don't have the discipline of it. Before you go on your shopping spree, before you pay for anything, you need to take that 10% off and pay yourself first. Again, make it so that it goes into its own account. The problem with the digital accounts is that it's easy to transfer into and out of. I do not want this to be a transfer out of account. That's the reason we suggest just doing where you go to the bank. And by the way, when you go to the bank, it's a little bit of a ritual that way. It becomes a little bit more official. Going to the bank and seeing the teller and moving the money like that, there's a little bit of a, there's a, little bit of a thing, isn't there, when you're doing that versus or just real. basically doing it from your iPhone. Yeah. So keep that in yeah, mind, I guys. think there's something about touching it you know, and making yourself do it. And by the way, here's the thing. A lot of your banks do mortgage loans. There are mortgage people there. 
probably you should be talking to them about their different mortgage programs, exchanging business cards, putting them in your center of influence, you know, maybe getting some referrals. It's so funny when we talk about this and, and agents are like, oh, I can do it all online or I can do it at the drive-thru. Well, I do always have a hidden agenda of getting you guys out of your home offices, out of your regular offices so you can bump your heads on some new leads. It's just better to be out in the wild where the business is being done. Okay, my number four, this may sound familiar to you, right on your whiteboard, profit is my product. I save 10% of what I make no matter what. I pay myself and my family first. This is your affirmation. It's visual, and it's on your whiteboard because your whiteboard is what's tracking your commissions. So you're going to write again, Profit is my product. I save 10% of what I make no matter what. I pay myself and my family first. So it's going to be hard for you to break that if it's staring you in the face every day in your office. That's the point of that. All right, so point number five, or homework item number five, discuss this with your spouse, your family, your significant other, your accountability partner, that you are committed to saving 10% for an added commitment and accountability. And I should add a, a little mini point to this, Tim. Some of you guys are doing transaction fees. That's a great way to beef up your savings account. Just save all of your transaction fees. If you get a little commission on home warranties or any other uh, quote, extra money, BPO money, another great way to beef up that savings account. So you will be amazed how it grows when you're disciplined about this. Back to you, Tim. Guys, one of the hardest challenges of accumulating is that it's a kind of a, a, a solo sport because there's not a lot of people that are going to be there celebrating as you pull off the 10%. No one's going to say congratulations. Whereas if you go out and blow your money and buy a new Rolex, then you're going to show it off and you're going to be proud of yourself and everyone's going to say congratulations. You get it? When you buy that rental property that produces cash flow, no one really gives a crap except you and your family. Again, you're not going to get a plaque or an award. No one's going to pat you on the back even. No one's going to care. It's just going to happen. And then you're going to have the cash flow from it. So that's kind of the bittersweet reality of a lot of a lot of things when it comes to when you're on the right path. It's lonely when you're uh, when you're ascending the herd. It's lonely. It's in case you guys have never heard the story. It's the old story about the crabs in the bucket. Um, and Julie and I heard this story. We thought it was a myth, and then we actually saw this very thing happen when we were out in Seattle. This was forever ago when we went to Pike's Market. If you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket and one of them tries to get out, the other crabs will literally pull that crab back in. So the reason that when you go to start accumulating and saving and paying off debt and actually forging your path to become richer, in some cases, a lot of you guys, it'll be richer, it's not something that you're going to see a lot of people wanting to support you on. It's, you know, truthfully, they're not even going to – you tell them what you're doing, and they're going to actually – just notice this. You, if, you want to, if, you, if you're a doubter, what I'm telling you is true. Take to your like, nearest friend or colleague – and look, you tell them what you're planning on doing. You're going to you know, peel off 10%. You're going to force yourself to save it. You're going to pay off your debts. You're going to get your personal spending under control. You're going to make it so that you essentially have enough money coming in from your paid-off rental properties that after not too long, you'll basically have money coming in that you never have to work again, i.e., you're rich. Money is working for you. You no longer have to work for your money. So run that by somebody who you think is your friend, and look how long it takes them to start shitting on your idea. And they won't do it overtly. They won't just say, oh, that's crazy. What they'll tell you is they'll give you little, little, little gifts. They'll say things like, oh, it's going to take you forever. Oh, why don't you just do a flip? Oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? They're not going to support you. Notice that. That's the very reason that so many people get off the track because they find that their best friends and their family and the loved ones aren't supporting them. So what I'm telling you is this is a solo sport. Becoming rich is, generally speaking, not something you're going to have a lot of people until you've actually 
when you're on the path, then you'll start running into other people that are also on the path. But when you get started, you have to have the internal fortitude of realizing that this is a path that very everyone talks about doing, but very people very few people actually do it. Isn't that interesting? A lot of people will give it lip service. You guys probably, a lot of you, it's inevitable, thousands of you right now hearing what we're saying. You're hearing what we're saying. We laid it out for you. We've given you books to read. We've given inspiration. We've given, hopefully, education and motivation for you to take action on this. How many of you are actually going to do it? You know, how many? Well, statistically, what do we know? Julie talked about this on the show the other day um, about terms of how many people actually have, you know, sufficient, if you want to call it retirement. Yeah, 5% or less. Right, five percent of five percent they less. save it all. Right, it's less yeah, than five percent so, of their gross income. Yeah. So, but there's another statistic that says something like ninety-three percent or more of everyone once they reach retirement age, which someone my age that's damn near seventy, once they reach retirement age, they are either dependent on the government or a family member to pay their bills. Yeah. Guys, are you thinking about what but I, I don't just think said? that was the plan? Was that the plan? I don't recall <laughs> that in the treasure map. Yeah, but that's it. So it is, that, that yeah. tells me this information that we're sharing with you guys has been around forever, right? We're giving it to you in a, a format that's designed specifically for uh, real estate agents. You guys have a huge advantage when it comes to accumulating uh, not only profit but also rental properties. You have an inside track, don't you? It almost should be illegal. I mean, it should almost be considered inside information, but you've got it. And by the way, oh, I don't have a down payment for a, a – uh, uh, rental property, the hell you don't. Go list something. Use that as your down payment. Take both sides of the commission. You're selling it to yourself. Have you thought about that? There's your almost 10% that you can use for your down payment. That right there is your down payment money for your first house. Normal civilians don't have that advantage. You do. So you have an incredible inside track. Take advantage of that, guys. Do something with it. Do something with this information. Don't just be one of these people that, oh, I heard Tim and Julie, they said some interesting things. They put me on a journey and that you know, I was kind of curious about, but I never actually took action on it. Real estate treasure map and other things that we talked to you about on our radio show, that's your path. Just follow it, guys, please. Listen, if there's ever anything we can do for you, any help that you need, any suggestions that you need, anything at all, Tim at Tim and Julie Harris, uh, com or Julie at Tim and Julie Harris com. Julie, anything else you'd like to say to these guys before we wrap? No, well, take action. And even if right now peeling off 10% makes you really uncomfortable because you're catching up on something, you know, you're paying taxes off, you're paying medical bills, what have you. If you have to start with 5% for the next 90 days, get used to it, and then bump it up, that's okay too. But don't save nothing. I know that it's uncomfortable sometimes. I know you guys, some of you are listening because we're like the lifeline. You're getting it back together. You're getting back into real estate. You're new to real estate, whatever it is. But this is a serious habit that I want all of you to have. That's why we spent so much time on it. It's so important. I wish that when you got your real estate license, they said this was required, right? Along with your CE credit, we're going to check your bank account, make sure you're sacking away 10% every time, no matter what. But, you know, I don't get to rule the world, so you're just going to have to have some discipline yourself <laughs> and take care of it. So that's my parting thought. And you know what? Oh, Tim and Julie, I just don't make enough money to save 10%. List a house. Sell another house. Okay? You do. You can control your income. You can. <laughs> okay? You have no excuses. Take action on this, guys. If you need us for anything, reach out. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. 
And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.